Thumbs up by the touchdown. I'm high stepping for the touchdown. I stay repping for the slums where the young bugs started loaded up just to Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the AFC South and Better Podcast. My name is Samantha Wernett. I am back. And on behalf of all the guys at the AFC South Fan Battle, I just want to apologize to all our viewers and listeners that you've had to listen to all of them besides me because, you know, I've been busy. I've been doing mom things, but I'm just picking on you, Matt. You're doing a good job holding down the floor, but I'm glad you're back too. Gets old. <laughs> yeah. Now you know how I feel, <laughs> especially when your team sucks. It's even worse. Right, Matt? Right. Exactly. exactly. So get used to seeing this face because we're back on our normal schedule. Of course, we all know why. The draft. The draft, the draft. And here we are, season four of the AOC South Fan Battle Podcast. It's been guys, it's been so much fun. I like I like missed it. Like there were days that I couldn't go on here, but I can truly say that I missed it. And I but I did enjoy being a viewer. And logging on and talking bad, talking crap to uh, Chris Jackson and stuff. So, you know, it's been fun to be a viewer, but here I am back in the, I don't want to call it driver's seat. What's the appropriate word? Back in the fold. Sure. We'll go with that. I like that better. So let's kick it off. Introducing our commentators for this evening, representing the Texans, we have Matt Briggs. And Nick, we trust. Say it again one more time. In Nick, we trust. In Nick, we trust. Got it. Representing the Colts, we have Harish Nukala. Now we just take it one day at a time and just see what happens. Mm, that doesn't sound as confident as the Harish Nukala we know. <laughs> that does not. Representing the Titans as much as everybody in the group may love or hate this, RJ Ellison. Hey, we don't rebuild, we reload, baby. No. Oh, now you sound like a Jaguars fan. <laughs> <laughs> Representing the Jaguars, we have Matthew Greve. Oh, I got a phone call. Oh, just heard the Jaguars just signed another linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, nothing, oh, no. that would not surprise me at this point after that. Not like, not like the Texans last year. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all the best linebackers in the league at this point. <laughs> Maybe, you know, um, there was like draft pick capital. Maybe Bulk's going for like linebacker capital. So we can have all the linebackers and just yeah. hold them hostage. Yeah. That way you never, you, ne- you never not have one anymore. Miles Shaq will never be down again. Uh, Jack was always had really good linebackers. I'll say that much. We'll always have really good linebackers. That's all we had to hold on to. Well, guys, let's go over NFL news before we jump into our teams just really quickly. I know we have a lot to unpack tonight, um, and uh, especially with some of the grades that came out. This draft was very confusing um, with the different um, draft commentators, ESPN and NFL or whatever, that came out with the grading. It felt like it was very all over the place, so I can't wait to talk about that. But um, first and foremost... Um, DeAndre Hopkins, our one and only uh, Texans slash Cardinals fan, Matt. Do you want to comment on DeAndre Hopkins and the six game suspension? I uh, he, he's like a, he's an idiot. Got caught like the Astros did, and got caught cheating. I mean, I I applaud him for trying, but got caught just like his buddy Will Fuller. Yeah, so I like wonder because Will Fuller didn't he say he was on fertility? drugs yes him and bradley roby well and the the thing is like a lot of these people are getting it from their doctors or like nutritionists and stuff so like at what point do you have accountability for those people who are providing it i kind of feel bad in a way like of course you know when you're like clearly taking steroids right but like at what point do you have accountability for the people that you trust to provide you well he was going to appeal it but then he pulled his appeal so Mm. Who knows? We'll see. That's a self-accountability right there. Yeah. Well, and then besides that, uh, really quick, Colin Kaepernick is back in um, the talks. He's back in the quarterback discussion. Um, I heard this week um, that the 49ers, anyone to confirm, 49ers were possibly looking at him. I know there was talks about, huh? I think the Raiders, too. I think there's two of them. 
Yeah, there's been a few rumored to be looking at bringing him back on the field, so we'll see how that unfolds. But we know why we're here. There's never a lot of NFL news during the offseason. So we know why we're here, the good old draft. And what a draft it was. The first round um, was kind of like how the playoffs ended, how, you know, last year, exciting and lots of movement, except for this time with trades. Um, It was actually, you know, very interesting to watch if you weren't a Jags fan. So um, let's go ahead and start with the Colts. Harish, the Colts, give us a rundown of your picks. Did you, did you um, pick up anybody that you thought? Was there anybody you missed that you wish you could have had? And then give us the grade. Like, what did you grade your team's draft? You're on, you're on, you're on mute. He doesn't want us to yeah. hear it. Was that awful? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a good draft. You know, I thought they addressed some needs that they had. Obviously, wide receiver was the number one thing. Um Alec Pierce was a was a good pickup. He's he hopefully can develop into a number two. Um, I think the biggest takeaway from the draft for the Colts this year is athleticism. Um, every pick they got, the dude was freakishly athletic in some way, shape, or form. I think uh, the biggest pick that really stood out to me that I ended up really liking was uh, Nick Cross, third round pick on Friday night. Dude is twenty years old, super raw, four three five forty. A guy that can fly around the ball. Um, one of the things that the Colts really struggled with is having is having safety depth, and I think uh, Ballard is committed to 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 getting that depth. Also, um, getting some rotational defensive tackles. You know, unlike some other teams, you know, just across the league, we we actually play our fifth and sixth round picks. So, uh, getting some guys out there. Uh, I mean, Grover Stewart was what a fourth, fifth round pick. Um, so, I mean, getting, getting a guy that was, that can, you know, be another rotational guy is important. Um, we had, we needed a wide receiver and I was glad that the first pick was a wide receiver because if, if it wasn't, uh, I would have definitely righted. Um, overall, I think it's a B plus draft. Like I don't, uh, as if I look at it on paper today, I think it's a solid B plus. Now, uh, we'll see that could change easily change to an A depending on production. You know, two, three years from now, but I, I'm good to solid B plus. B plus. Well, in while you're doing that, um, I, I'm trying to look up something to debunk a theory that you gave last year. So, does anybody want to comment on what they think the grade? We'll start with you, Matt Briggs. What do you think the grade was for the Colts? I I agree with you, Harishi. B plus, maybe a a, a minus, but a high B plus. Matt Grave? I'm right along with them. B plus right around there. And RJ. Yeah, I'll give it about a B, B plus. Wow. Yeah, probably about B. So I actually can't debunk your theory from last year, so I'm just not even gonna bother saying it. But I do want to mention one thing before we wrap up the Colts, Harish. I found a lot of enjoyment, and even though I'm supposed to be non-biased, we know that that's never I'm not unbiased i found a lot of enjoyment out of um i don't who were there were the two brothers that came to announce the pick i believe it was in the third or fourth round and the subtitle happened to say kicked out of playoffs by lost to jaguars week 18 and there's two brothers and one one was on the shoulder of the other and they're walking out to do it and then they fall and somebody said that was supposed to be like representing the cult season wow i mean uh, I mean, I was traveling, so I didn't get a chance to really watch it. I was watching through the uh, through the mobile phones. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it is what it is at this point. You know, you, you, you take it and you move on. You, there's not really much you can do about it. You know, Ballard quietly has had a really good off season. I was critic. I did criticize him early off in the, early in the off season for not making any moves, uh, being able to turn. You know. Some major upgrades. Uh, you turn Carson Wentz into Matt Ryan. You know, you turn you turn uh, Rocky Sin into Stephon Gilmore. I mean, I, I think I think it was a solid offseason, really good offseason. I think uh, because because uh, somebody's no longer a Titan. Uh, I think the Titan, the the culture, the best team in the division right now on paper. Well, Matt, 
Uh, Briggs, go ahead and tell us for the Texans. Who were your picks? Um, who did you want to see? Who like you missed out on? Who were you happy that you got? And what was your grade? And also, take it over for me if I'm not back because my kids never wake up until we're on a podcast. Go ahead. Gotcha. Um, so, oh, we got a good pickup, and uh, I know RJ's hating because, but he's always a hater. Uh, <laughs> I know he said he wants Sauce and uh, McCrary over Stingley. Come on, bro. Yeah, man. Hey. Off the gas. Stingley hey. is the best quarter. If he didn't get hurt, he'd be the first overall pick. Um, yeah, we got first team. Then we got team, Green, who, who a lot of people thought he would be a top ten pick uh, before the combine. Uh, his stock kind of dropped after the combine. But you got him now. Now you can solidify the line, put uh, Howard at right tackle, and uh, keep Green at the guard. Uh, my biggest pick, Williamson, there in the second pick, uh, second round, 37th. Again, if he didn't get hurt, he'd probably be a top 20 pick. Uh, so get him at the 37th pick. Nico Collins, Brandon Cooks. And then Williamson, when it when it comes back healthy, bro, that's gonna be uh, gonna be scary. But I gotta I gotta say my most favorite pick is uh, Matt. You're down there in Florida. You probably watch a lot of games. Damian Pierce. I have a lot to be excited for, huh? Yeah, I mean, I don't watch those games because I hate the Gators, but um, <laughs> all the all the local uh, sports radio stations for Northeast Florida are a bunch of Gator homers. And uh, they were super frustrated. They, after every game, they were super frustrated for a lot of reasons. But one of them was that their running back went super underused. And as a, as a Noel fan, I was super glad to see that because the guy is talented. And he has less uh, tread on his tires compared to most running backs coming out. So you got a fresh, talented yeah. running back. That's, that's one thing I'm excited about. Uh, the only thing I would like to see different uh, at 13 instead of getting um, green was getting Jermaine Johnson. I thought that would have been a stud pickup, but we traded back, got more picks. Uh, I like Nick's whole, um, you know, his whole scheme, what he did. He did a lot of trades. Now, um, we had, I think, 13 picks before the draft started, and he made a lot of trades and got got qua- uh, quality over quantity. Uh, so I, I got to give it, I got to give it an A minus A at best. Uh, it had to be a, the top five best. Uh, in the whole NFL, the best by far in Houston history. Like it was great. I know. I know you mentioned Jamison Williams. Were you talking about John Mechie? Yeah, Mechie. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. I just wanted to make sure. I think I was like, "Yeah, I got Jamison Williams." I was like, "Hold on a second. I was get that in a plus. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Mechie. I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the tight end y'all picked up in the fifth round, Tegan Kiartiano. Yeah. Is that the guy that uh, had some like crazy things happen to him? Allegedly, there's no proof. Like all yeah. the investigation got dropped, and like I mean, they, the cops, everybody said there was no proof to it. It was all hearsay. Gotcha. So I, I mean, who knows? I hope not. Yeah. But but you you know how the McNairs are, and Jack Easterby is as a Boy Scout there, so I. I doubt if there was any hints of truth to it. I, yeah. I don't think they pick them, but who knows? So, Harish, what do you grade the Texans draft? I give them an A. I think it, I was. I thought it was a great pick, and I think I think you know Matt Matt hit a nail on the coffin. You know, when you when you get that many picks, you have to get quantity quality over quantity. Uh, two guys that really stuck out to me are Jalen Peacher, the safety from Baylor. That dude's a speed ball hot guy. And I really liked uh, Thomas Booker. I think they got in the fifth mm-hmm. round to tackle. Oh, hold uh, on. We, we actually have some uh, comments coming in the group. I want to highlight real quick, not to cut you off. Um, but this just caught my eye and I wanted to mention this. Um, Benjamin Guadaharu, I hope I'm saying your name right, said that Chris Ballard was actually one of his coaches. Oh. At Texas A&M University 20 years ago. Yeah. But then... Um, 
he had some not so kind things to say about Jack Easterby, which I think most everybody does. And um, he says the Texans will have over a hundred million in cap space. We're going to need an edge rusher and a defensive tackle because Blacklock hasn't done. Hurry just noted though we got Booker and we picked up Green today, uh, which was a great pickup. Twenty uh, four year old as from uh, Seattle. Uh, trusting Nick. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't realize Ballard's from uh, Galveston, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually where my mom lived for quite a while until recently. But yeah. Um, Matt Grieve, what do you grade the Jaguars? Or the Jaguars. I'm reading a comment from John Ha who says Jags kicked out of the playoffs by week two. So that's what it is. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I, was I like, don't think we make it that far. <laughs> I was like, what? Confused. Yeah, I bet it's coming. I What do you grade the Texans, draft? I'll give Renee. It's 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 nice to see a team putting some weapons around their young quarterback, and because uh, I I fully believe in Mills. Um, as long as he loses to us, it's cool. But I, I think he's super talented, and uh, putting some uh, some weapons around him was such a such a good move. Jaguars. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you know what that feels like personally? <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. Oh, I'm sorry. Not any weapons. Either. Weapons around your young quarterback. No. Uh, RJ, what do you give the Texans? Uh, uh, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him an A minus. Uh, like I said, I still think Salty way better than <laughs> Derek Stingley. So I'm not a big Derek Stingley person. <laughs> Uh, is, I'm sorry, like I'm, I'm, being, I'm a big SEC, a big ball fan. I watch a lot of SEC football. I've seen that dude get killed so many times. <laughs> no offense, but like, <laughs> but I really, really like Damian Pierce. I really like Damian Pierce. I feel like he's gonna be a really, really tough back. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, he, he was very underutilized in Florida. Like, and Florida's offensive line was trash. Like, he literally, I play Florida every year, so I, I keep up with him. Like, it was a point, like, they would literally hand Damian Pierce the ball, and he'd get hit in the back of the before he could even do anything. He'd probably break two, three tackles. When he gets a good line where he can actually see the holes and stuff, he's going to be very, very hard to tackle. You can see it in the Titans. I want the Titans to get him the back of Henry. So. Yeah, I think you guys might need that backup. But, actually, it's good. Good segue. Um, the Titans draft. I want to ask, um, you know, the first – uh, podcast episode we had you on, I gifted you some expired mayonnaise. Mayonnaise light. It wasn't Miracle Whip. It was Duke's mayonnaise light and it was expired. So, <laughs> was that what made AJ Brown leave? Now, hold on. Before I get on to this AJ Brown, I'm going to tell you what, what my whole draft made was like. Basically, you know, yeah, let, let's, let, yeah, give us a breakdown yeah. of the life of a Titan during draft day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to hear this. <laughs> I literally, you know, I'm watching it, you know, I'm watching about the four or five, the first five picks. I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's good. You know, we started getting into the chance. I was like, I, was like, I can't wait to see the Titans about to pick. You know, and then my, my homeboy, he's like real, he's like real big on Twitter. He gets, he's texting me and he's like, all oh, you guys are going to have life without AJ Brown. I can't wait for y'all to see this. Can't wait to see this. I'm looking like, what is he talking about? And I go on Twitter and it's like maybe like 40 seconds in saying that Adam Schaefer saying that Titans are trading AJ Brown. And I'm looking, I'm like, no, there's no way. And I'm to the point where I'm looking at the TV and I'm like in disgust and I'm pacing left and right my head down. Just like, <laughs> man, I'm just thinking about all the AJ Brown highlights. <laughs> I'm just like, man, like I'm going to miss AJ Brown. Like I literally have an AJ Brown jersey in my, in my closet. And I'm like, man, I'm just looking at it. Listen, I put it on my bed. <laughs> but listen, before you talk to the Jaguar fans about like, I have that jersey and they were traded. Like you can't tell the Jaguars fans anything <laughs> when it comes to that. Man, it's to the point I'm like, man, I can't even get on Facebook. I know AFC fan about is tearing me up. Like, and that, I, I waited probably like 20 minutes. I had to soak this in. Like, I was hurt. And I was like, man, I got to see who we going to pick. Because I see that we traded up. And I'm like, man, I'm like, Lord, how much are we going to get? And I go off the AFC fan about I have over 30 plus notifications. So I'm this sure you tag to be left and right. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, Lord, how mercy. Like, I'm about to respond to all these people. <laughs> I'm sure Everybody you did. I well, any messages. I do want to give a shout out to um, our other commentators, uh, John Hall and Flame Douglas and Josh, or not Josh Senior, that's Colts, um, Ray Cherry, because, you know, I, especially Ray Cherry and um, 
flame because I, I, I got actually got on my timeline. I wasn't even in the AFC's fan battle group. And I saw flame was like, I'm so hurt right now. It was like 15 minutes later. Okay. I'm over it now, but you know, best of luck, you know, best wishes. And I was like, no, you're not. We all lie to ourselves, buddy. It's okay. You're really hurt. You know, I, I mean, that was tough. That was a tough one for you guys. Yeah, but that being said, you guys traded him and traded up in the draft. What do you, how do you feel about your picks? You from, I mean, everybody seems to be saying you basically traded AJ Brown for a younger yeah. AJ Brown. So, for part, yeah, for the most part, yes. Uh, I really, really like trading Birch. Like, I, that was my one, my number one receiver that I wanted us to get from this draft, but I wanted to get him with the AJ Brown. I didn't want to just have him <laughs> as the number one receiver. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I was like, man, Traylon Birch, like, he's just built to be a Titan. Like, you literally just watch him play. But I really, really like Traylon Burst. Uh, he's, he's big, he, but he's good, run after the catch. My, uh, my con with him is like, really, he just, he, he needs to work on his route running. Like, he can't really separate like that. Um, he's not the fastest wide receiver. He only runs like a four, five, five, I think. So, I mean, he's not the fastest wide receiver. But I feel like him pairing up with Robert Woods is probably going to help out his route running. Um, let me see the, uh, the second pick that we got is to me the, uh, best DB in the South, uh, Roger McCrary, you know, best DB pick in the South. <laughs> that was a job excited, man. <laughs> nah, but, uh, I really, really like, uh, Roger McCrary. I think that was a good pick in the second round. He's, he's very, very, very battle tested. He's seen damn near every wide receiver possible, like from Jayon Dawson to Traylon Burst to Jamison Williams to John Mechie, pretty much everybody I was drafted in the first round. <laughs> And he's, 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 you know, he's had, you know, a lot of the wide receivers that came out and said, yeah, Roger McQuarrie from Auburn. Yeah, he's probably, he's the guy that I really did not like more than against. Uh, his cons are, he, he's kind of small. He has very, very small hands and he doesn't run very fast. I think he runs like a four, uh, four five. So, um, there was a, now that you say it, there was a lot of like, I can't recall another draft. I mean, I know it's important clearly, but I can't recall another draft where I heard so much about hands as I did this draft. And then yeah, somebody was, even said, like, well, it's important now. It's like one of the biggest things that the scouts look at, which, I mean, I clearly get the reasoning behind it. But it comes, it goes back to, like, uh, that Jimmy Smith episode when they were talking, he was talking about the difference in catching between a left hand and a right hand, you know. Yeah. And it's like, this is all I heard this whole draft. Like, oh, I don't know. He's got small hands. Or, oh, man, that guy, he only ran this in the combine, but he's got some large hands. And I'm like, there are a lot of hand references in this draft more yeah. than before. But go ahead. Uh, our next pick was uh, Nicholas uh, Patry Free. I don't know how to say this dude's last name. It's the little Ohio State tackle that we got. Uh, so far, what I've seen from him, he's basically he's really really versatile. Yeah, I've seen him get beat a lot in pass blocking. So I mean, you know how to fight him. We don't pass block or anything. So <laughs> we just run block. And and my favorite pick in the draft is clearly Malik Malik Willis. I think he. I think if he really works on his skills, if he really sits behind Ryan Tannehill and learns how to game manage like Ryan Tannehill, I really think he could be the guy. You know, he, he has all the athletic traits. He's fast. He has a cannon of an arm. Really, he needs to just work on just learning, having a system that makes him look good. You know, um, having a, being more efficient, pretty much doing what Ryan Tannehill does. He just, he doesn't, you know, he, Ryan Tannehill just can't make something out of nothing. That's his, like whenever the play breaks down, it's like he's helpless and he just gets sacked. You know what I mean? Fumble, throw a pick, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't do that. Uh, Malik Woods can like escape pressure and do all this other stuff. Um, the next pick is, uh, Hassan Haskins that we got in the fourth round. I think he's a very powerful back. Uh, I think he's a, a very good spellback to Derrick Henry. Now we won't have to give Derrick Henry 35 carries every every game and pretty much wear him out before he gets to the playoff. He'll have a have a, another power back, another battering around to go with him. Uh, what my cons with him is that he's not very fast. He doesn't really have too many juke moves. He's just trying to stiff arm people and run people over like Derrick Henry. But I was gonna say like Derrick Henry. Yeah, like Derrick Henry. What Derrick Henry does, yeah. Yeah. Um, the next pick was, uh, Chiga Conquo, who is basically a John U. Smith. He doesn't have very good routes, but he, he's a big, he's a big tight end, big fast tight end. He runs a, a 4-5. He's run a 4-4 at his pro day. Um, he, he definitely, to me, John U. Smith, like, he's literally the same thing. Yeah. Um, next pick, Kyle Phillips, uh, fifth round. Kyle Phillips, he's more of a Adam Humphreys type, uh, Hunter Renfro slot, little slot, white boy, you know, pretty much belong on the New England Patriots. <laughs> No type wide receiver. Typical, yeah. Yeah. An Edelman and, type. Yeah, pretty much an Edelman. Um, 
Theo Jackson. Yeah, I I was a I, I actually really liked him in Tennessee, but I try not to really give him too much praise because I, I sometimes I get orange glasses. And Theo Jackson, he he's I mean he's a hard worker. I don't really know too much about him like that, but he's a very very hard worker. And the last pick was Chance Campbell. I, I just, for, for so for what I've heard that he's just a very physical linebacker. Um, he he just, he likes to stop the run. For what I've seen. And so far, I get that draft a B plus. I think the Texans had the best draft in the AFC South. I think we were in second and third. To me, is the Colts. Oh, mm. and right. Is oh, oh. <laughs> Matt Briggs, what do you give the Titans? Um, before I get my, I got to, I got to put this comment. Uh, Nova, Nova did not like. The Titans draft, clearly. Harisha's dog, Nova, did not like the Titans draft. Our, our uh, favorite um, agent, Agent Ha, he says, awful, lose a proven player for a player we don't know if he can play in the pros. Yeah, you got a point. That yeah. is the biggest uh, problem I had with the draft. Like, But do you think won. that A.J. Brown just didn't want to be at the Titans anymore? Because no, was- he, he, he wanted – he wanted twenty to twenty-two guaranteed million, and the Titans only offered him sixteen. So he yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah but I also feel like because there was like talks that he wasn't showing up to like practices and stuff like that. Well, I mean, yeah, Vrabel looked okay. like he looked. He looked pissed. Did, did you see? Did you see? The he looked pissed. He looked. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, he looked upset. You see the picture? Like he got up and he walked out. Like he was. Dying. Listen. Listen, as the female on the show who always comments that I only like Mike Vrabel when he's mad because he's attractive when he's mad. Only when he's mad is he attractive. I'm telling you that that man was not mad. He was sad. I, I'm telling you, he, he did not like it one thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to me, so I got I to give it a B, B plus, best, just because you could have uh, uh, structured Tannehill's um, you know, contract, if you're going to go after Willis, traded, cut, traded Tannehill, and then keep your, your star player. Cause now if Tannehill does suck again and he put Willis, you don't have a veteran receiver like you did in Brown mm-hmm. to help him out. I do want to highlight before we move on to Matt Grieve. Um, I want to highlight Chris Jackson's comment too. Um, if you're counting on Ryan Hannon, Tannehill to teach Willis to be a decent quarterback. Y'all be drafting another quarterback very soon. Which is, I mean, I was the whole time you were saying that I was. I mean, look, I, well, I understand. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill gets a lot of crap, but he's not a bad quarterback. Like he, bro, just, bro, he there, just makes he, mistakes. He makes, make, but you got to look at it. He still took us, even with Derrick Henry and without AJ Brown, he was winning games. Like he, he finds ways to win. It just, but he, he lost. But he lost the playoffs for you, right? Yeah, I, he, he I got receipts. Right? Like, Arise can back me up on this. Arise, how many times in in the group does RJ post? I'm done with Tannehill. Come <laughs> on, Malik Willis. I'm done with Tannehill. Listen, Tannehill listen. Trying. At, at least five times a week. I, no, listen. We know that. Don't even let them hate on you, RJ, because it's a common. Besides John Hall. There is no Titans fan that come that is in the group that commentates on this podcast who ever backs up what they say in the group. Not a one, you know. Mm. So you you could be R.J. Ellison in the group and hear your Robert Johnson Ellison <laughs> proper. That's what we used to joke around with Flame Douglas. We called him Jonathan on the podcast because he had Flame in the group mm. and it, and Jonathan on the podcast where he'd be like, yeah, you know, we could really do better. Mm. And in the group, he's like. Yeah, you know, suck it. You know, like completely different. Look, my thing is with Ryan Tannehill. Like, it's like the, when you're not a Titans fan. If you hate the Titans, you are gonna think he's the worst quarterback ever. But when you, you know, what I'm saying when you're a Titans fan and you see him dot up half the AFC South, you know, most of the AFC South, it's like he's not bad. You know, they just. He just messes up in the big moments, you know. I, I think the difference. I think the difference between Ryan Tannehill as the Titans' quarterback, and then like all the other washed-up quarterbacks that the Colts had, is literally that Ryan Tannehill had Derrick Henry. Hey, here's a comment from uh, Chris Jackson. He said, uh, 
He said, by the way, Mama Hot <laughs> my new favorite person. He's cool as hell. Hey, I, I'm telling you what, I got the coolest mom alive. Like, we went to the Grizzlies game yesterday. Man, I'm talking about, man, dude, she was in there having fun listening to trap music. Like, <laughs> she's so cool, man. That was a wild yeah. game, too. And, yeah, and Mother's Day is coming up. I love when sons love mm-hmm. their mothers. I gotta give it a B minus B B at, at best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Harish. Yeah, right there with them. I mean B minus. Uh yeah, that AJ Brown trade like really killed. It me. really hurts. Like if you if you kept AJ here's my thing about AJ Brown and Traylon Burks. If Traylon Burks amounts to the next AJ Brown, the greatest receiver ever drafted by the Titans. They're going to have to pay him more in four years than they would have had to pay A.J. Brown today. The receiver market is going up. You know, the receivers are now important again. They are now relevant. So in four years, Traylon Burks is going to need want $25, $30 million. You're going to do it all over again? Like, I I think there was an opportunity to keep A.J. Brown happy. If they if they wanted him as bad as they said they did, they could have kept him happy. I, I think that's just the biggest thing. It also I just felt like the Titans draft was strange. Uh, the fact that they got a trio of guys, a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver who all could pan out, right? It almost mm-hmm. in a way sounded like they were drafting for the future today. And I get I get the I get the whole notion of, well, we just won the AFC and we were the number one seed and you know, you know, the sky is pink. But at the same I time see. <laughs> At the same time, you're you were just the number one seed in the AFC. You just needed a couple mm-hmm. more pieces to keep going. And so yeah. that's that's yeah, but, it. but did they have the it. did they have the cap space? Because I know the cap space was a huge yeah, issue. Yeah, our no, cap space is no but cap. For the Titans fans, the cap space doesn't exist. It's non existent. Hey, I mean that ain't look, look me. at the Rams. The Rams, is not, the Rams are signed to nine hundred all pro. Hey, I'm gonna let you know now. The Rams about to fall off. Like I'm telling you, they give them about a year or two, and all this signing they doing, it's gonna come back and bite them in the ass. Like, and and, look, and look what they got. But they've they gotten they got. the Super Bowl out of that. Right? Yeah, they got the Super Bowl. So I mean, it's a good way for them to fall. They, off. They've been the two in five years. So I mean, they're doing something right. If you're gonna go all in, go all in more than a year is my whole thing. Like they basically right. went all in last year, exactly. and then they're like, look, oh, you know what? Start building for the future. <laughs> yeah, right. Matt, Matt Grieve, what do you draft the Titans draft? In true AFC South fan battle spirit, a big fat F because I hate. Ooh. The <laughs> like it. And I grade it mayonnaise expired. <laughs> Matt Grieve, since you're on the mic, on the hot mic. Oh my gosh. I got some feedback really coming in through my headphones. Give me two seconds. I believe that's me. Can you guys hear that, or is it only me? That's only you. No, I heard it too. Uh, you did. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try this better. Okay, Matt Matt Grief, the Jaguars. All right. So, give us a um, who did, who did you who did you who would you rather have gotten the first pick? <laughs> like amongst well, it, like the same as everybody else. Who did you miss? And yeah, just break yeah. it down and give us a grade. Yeah, so uh, first round, um, one of our first round picks um, had 15 and a half career sacks, and another first round pick had uh, nine and a half career sacks. Can you tell me which one is a defensive end? The oh, guy who didn't pick. <laughs> yes, Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, had more freaking sacks from the linebacker position not only last year but in his entire collegiate career more than trevin walker i get it that walker had a uh he was kind of a swiss army knife right he was here there and everywhere but when you are a team that's drafting first overall two years running and you're a perennial garbage team with a random winning year in 2017 with i'm not sure where that came from now but when you're drafting first overall two years in a row, you don't draft somebody who has a high ceiling, who has good potential, right? You want the guy who has the high floor and the high ceiling. We went with the potential. You know, what kind of idiot does that? Oh, I know. RG. Yeah. Our freaking GM. No, you go with... And, and you know what? I hope he becomes the greatest of all time. Not only the greatest Jack, but the greatest NFL player of all time. I really do. Nothing against Walker himself. It's against Trent Baalke, right? 
And it sucks that Walker's been put in this position that he's first overall. But when you're like when 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 you're known for being the first number one overall pick to not make any sort of first team, second team, third team in your respective conference coming in. I don't know if you guys knew that. He never he, I don't even think he made like the third all ACC team uh last year. And yet here he is, number one overall. Leave it to the freaking Jaguars. I'd rather have Gene Smith back drafting someone from FSCJ. If you know what that is, that's the local community I, college in Jacksonville. I literally had um, this same exact conversation with somebody, actually. Um, and I referred to Volk as great value, Gene Smith. Because it's even worse. Because at yes. least we have, at least at least uh, Gene Smith's last year, there was Brian Inger. And isn't he still in the league? So He's still actually really good. He's one of the better punters yeah. in the league. Yeah, third He's round, third round punter. He's not on our freaking team anymore, much like everybody else. Like everybody now, else. I know, you know, just because you didn't have the stats in college doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to be good. Uh, look at the former cornerback uh, of the Jaguars who's now at the Rams. I'm not going to say his name. But he didn't have a whole lot of interceptions coming into the league, but here he is. He's one of the top uh, players in his position. So it's not all about stats. Matt, let me ask you something. I, I saw something on Twitter that um, Balky wanted Walker. Um, Peterson wanted Neil, and Shad wanted Hutchinson. Is that true, or is that just? Well, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. But when uh, when they had the, the news conference, of course, they were all, you know, one team, one fight. They were all like, "No, we we were all we were all in. We all wanted this one guy." Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I'm thinking that Peterson was just like, "This guy's an idiot. <laughs> take this pick because I'm going to have his job in two years." Yeah, true. Now, who did you say, I mean, Matt, Matt uh, Briggs? You said that Con wanted Hutchinson. Yep. Yeah, that's what that's what the word was come in during the week. Yeah, but what, does Con have any leverage in your opinion? Yeah, he's a homer. <laughs> he's a homer. I mean, yeah, but he doesn't know about football. I mean, everything I've heard is that like him and Tom Coughlin would kind of butt heads because he just would be there asking questions. So of course he's the owner; he's paying the money. But would I mean? Well, is there a scout reporting to all three of them separately? Like, well, be- believe it or not, Con in this situation was actually the smartest person in the room. Right. Yeah. yeah. Very true. But anyway, so so over, so I mean, I get it. Like as they drafted through the night, you know, we got Devin Lloyd, who's a beast. I'm super excited to have Devin Lloyd. The guy's a monster. Um, and then we got uh, Fortner at the um, as a center. Um, he'll that was a good pickup for you. He'll potentially be our starting center. Um, and then Chad uh, Muma, another freaking linebacker. So if you're looking at it, if you're looking at it this way, so um, Lloyd, he's he, he's obviously got this the statistics and the talent to be able to 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 hit the quarterback, right? And so they're probably going to be sending him after the quarterback and have Chad sit back. I guess is what the idea is. I guess they also it seems like they wanted to have people who who were athletic. And able to kind of do a lot all over the field, um, but again, when you're as bad as we are, you don't need people who are Swiss Army knives. You need you need specialists who are good at one thing, and, and that's I mean, and that's the key to winning. Really, is a bunch of guys who are good at one thing, not a bunch of guys who are good at doing a lot of things. Um, so I'm I'm super disappointed in our draft. Um, most of our picks, like I said, uh, well, no, the next pick, freaking Connor, the running back out of Ole Miss. I mean, come on. Like, we could have had somebody, a running back of that same caliber that we could have picked up after the draft, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then the late round picks, the cornerbacks, I, we'll see, I guess, as with all of them. But um, I wasn't too happy. Um, there was <laughs> Trip Balky had said in a news conference, and I quote, let's see, I know special teams wise, he's going to fit in day one. This is our linebacker that we drafted in the third round. A special teams player. I'm sorry. I'm So, do you think that he intends on using him? No. He does. He just, it's just or is he just a moron? Okay, I see the problem with the Jaguars. Like, it's y'all front office, man. Like, it isn't there, man. Like, it's like, what kind of pick do you have? Well, honestly, it, start, it starts at the top. Uh, this this yeah. many years in a row with 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 bad hirings, it starts. I mean, I hate to say it, it starts with the stash, and I, and I hate that you know 
it, I hate to say that, but it starts with him because he's he's the one hiring these guys who are making these bad decisions. I hope I hope Walker does not very good for his first two years and gets bulky the boot, and then he hopes he I hope he has an All Pro career after that um, because I think Balky is just just terrible, 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 terrible. You would have to think if if y'all don't start leading towards success this year that Balky's gone, right? I mean. Yeah, everybody exactly. wants to uh, And the rumor mill is that him and Tony Khan do not get along at all. They cannot stand each other. They don't even sit by each other. And like, so, I mean, Tony got half stake in the team officially. I think it was in October. I would love for my dad to give me half of a football team for my <laughs> birthday. Um, but I think that would, that's going to give more leverage the more say he has, I guess. Um, but yeah. So, what would what would be the grade for the Jaguars draft, Matt Grieve? Gosh, the more that I talk about, the more angry I get, the lower it gets. But <laughs> I'm gonna i I'm gonna say a solid C minus just because I you know Walker is talented. Um Devin Lloyd is super talented. They're all talented, right? But I don't know if necessarily they were the right picks for the future. Especially when you've got a young uh, potential generational quarterback that you need to be uh, doing what the Texans did and putting weapons around. Yes, I know we addressed a lot of the offense and, and free agency, but you can never have – it's not like we have freaking Peyton Manning running our offense or or Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay and Indianapolis got away with drafting defense because they had an offense. We don't even have an offense. Before we get to the defense, we need to shore up our offense. And so C-minus for me. Sorry. So Very good. Hey, I can tell you and the rest of Jaguars Twitter. Jaguars Facebook's happy. There's such a difference in the fans. I love it. Um, Harish, Jaguars draft grade. Uh, I call this the, the the great Trent fuck you draft. This is Trent Balky basically <laughs> telling Shad Khan to go suck a dick. <laughs> and he's going to do whatever he does. I, what, what if this was the sabotage draft for Trent? And he's just like, you know what? I don't even care anymore what happens to this team. And, and that's basically how he drafted. Like, I basically feel like all the picks were random. Uh, yeah, but did Doug, out of a hat. did Doug Peterson not have a say? Doug Peterson's the new guy. Nobody cares what he thinks. That's basically what it think. seemed like. Yeah. Doug, Pe- uh, Doug Peterson's the offensive genius that got no offense in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. He's the pawn, man. He's the pawn. <laughs> Yeah, it sucks for him because, again, I, I, I don't think Doug Peterson was a bad hire. I do think Trent Baalke is an idiot, and I do think Chad Khan is clueless. He can't even run a football team or a soccer team. That's two teams he can't run. They can so, run a, re- wrestling, a wrestling league, though. That's a suck. Dad uh, Khan is like he's like the he's like the Jerry Jones that doesn't know what the hell he's doing. You know, that's basically like he has like his handprint on everything, but like he do, he don't know how to get talent. You know, he's like no, the, I think the dude, I think know. that's part of the problem is that he doesn't like he just doesn't right. care. So part of the problem is like he'll do hires and then um he'll be like, no, nope, we trust him now, and then they're like, oh yeah, watch this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, what what's your grade, Harish? I don't know, D minus. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Coming in hot. Worse than the Titans. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Matt Briggs. Uh, I got to go C plus, B minus at best, because if if you change what the Walker pick, it could easily be a B plus to an A minus. Uh, Walker just screwed you over. And the, um, the linebackers, like Matt said, like why you can go, you know, Back-to-back linebackers is just crazy. Um, I thought trading up to get Lord was great. So I mean, if you if you drafted Hutch or even uh, Thibodeau and then tra- traded up, you won night one easily. But that Walker, I, the, the potential might be there, but it, it, it's rough. RJ. Even, oh, if they, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, even if they would have traded down and gotten Walker, I would have been okay with that. Right. Yeah, yes. exactly. He's the, yeah. yeah. You don't tr- you don't pick anybody over Aiden Hutchinson. Are you kidding or, me? Or at that. I mean, if you're getting the edge. Nah, yo, I didn't want Tibbet. I would have taken Walker over Tibbet. Now, yeah. I remember when I was when I was last time I was yeah. on this show, I think I told you, I, you was trying to tell me that you wanted Evan Neal, and I'm like, no, nah, man, you got to get one of them pass rushers, dude. I'm telling you, they're going to change the whole defense around. <laughs> 
Well, I would have wanted Evan Neal if we hadn't signed Cam Robinson. Now that's a whole gripe for another day. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, RJ, what do you give the grade for the Jaguars draft? I give him a C plus. Uh, I really like the linebackers that y'all picked. I think the linebackers that I mean, a linebacker can change the whole defense too. You know, just having good linebackers that can stop the pass and control the run. Uh, I, I really like Walker. I think Walker's a really, really good player. Um, I, it depends on how you guys use him. I don't know how you guys are going to use him. If you put him all over a place like Georgia did, I think that would be a, a very, very good fit for y'all. Uh, I really, really like Devin Lloyd. I always, I thought he was, to me, one of the, the best linebacker in the, in the, in the draft. I think Devin Lloyd's a really, really good player. If you, if you really watch his tape, that dude is a, he's a game changer, bro. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but the rest of the draft, uh, to me, it was kind of boring. I mean, it just, it just seemed like y'all were kind of just feeling these, you know. But uh, to me, I give the C plus. And I, I agree with you say about Snoop Connor too. I, I I never saw really much from Snoop Connor. I mean, we played Ole Miss, and I was like, uh, Snoop Connor, he okay. I mean, like to me, I feel like you guys could have got that one guy from Oklahoma that he's better uh, than Kennedy Brooks. I think he's way better than Snoop Connor. Uh, Ty Chandler is better than Snoop Connor. There's a lot of running backs though, but the Tyler Beatty from Missouri is better than Snoop Connor in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um. So selfishly, I was really upset that nobody, but mainly the Jaguars, did not pick up Trey Smith. Mm-hmm. That was just me. Shout out to him. Oh. He he did post that he didn't get what he wanted in the draft. We picked up one of his teammates from Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um. But I told I you know. Everyone go give him your well wishes. I hope he gets picked up by a team, um, you know, after the draft. And I I just, I hated that. Trey's our guy. We can't wait to have him on here and hear about his whole experience. But I, uh, that one hurt me. I was, I was waiting on that one. I'm like, come on, Jaguars, just like pick him up, you know, or someone. I didn't even care. I told him, you know, wherever you go. Would hate to see I him. He'd been a better pickup than the old Miss runner, right? So I mean, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I can't get when, that's a bad pick. When hell. we picked <laughs> up, um, when we picked up his, uh, what's his name, his teammate from Wyoming, I yeah, said, no. yes, I said, you know, the Jaguars have historically been known to like draft teammates, and then we didn't get him. I was, I was really upset. That one hurt me. Um, but yeah. shout out to him. Uh, well, really why quick. Why don't need a running back though? Now that I, I look back at it, why did we don't? Yeah, we don't. Like, <laughs> so if if linebackers and running backs, the Jaguars don't need them. We're, we're full, yeah. right? Yeah, we got them all. To me, y'all got uh, y'all, y'all getting that one uh, guy back, uh, Travis Etienne, and you guys have the y'all, y'all still have the, uh, what's it, James Robinson? James Robinson. Yeah, yeah, the problem is, is that they're coming off of they're coming off of scary injuries that um, it could really go one way or the other. And so I get why they were going to pick a running back, but if you're going to pick that guy, just wait till after the draft and sign him as an undrafted free agent. Yeah, I don't think anybody will go draft. Or sign me, dang it! <laughs> yeah, seriously. Maybe they plan on filling the defense with linebackers and the offense with running backs, and that's just going to be the new the new scheme. You know, Madden twenty three. What do you think, Magri? Would that be good? <laughs> You know, say it again. Uh, end scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, real quick, um, Chris Royal is back live in the group. We haven't heard from him since about what was it like week nine, and then occasionally about the fact that De- uh, Deshaun Watson wasn't going to get traded, and then he did get traded, and so now he's popped up again because and and he posted this um, 2022 draft grades, and I just want to read it because oh god, help me. Um. So. It's from NFL.com draft analyst Chad Reuter, and he gave the Titans an A. He gave the Jaguars a B plus, which that seems to be the general consensus. I have seen A minus and B plus. I haven't seen very many bad ones for the Jags, so it's funny that you guys are saying something different. Um, this one was kind of confusing to me, too, because I've heard the opposite. Um, he gave the Colts a C, and the Texans. Where are the Texans on here? Here we go. B for the Texans. So I don't know. Drafts are always crazy. Draft grades are always crazy to me because, you know, at the end of the day, we just never know, right? Uh, and, yeah, the in and out of coast are far from the sea. I'm sorry. And, and, uh, um, yeah. quick, quick question What did he give the Jets? Uh, if you give me one minute, I will look back. 
The Jets had a really good draw. Uh, uh, New York Jets, he gave an A. Yeah, they had a really good draw. At least he's not a complete idiot. Um, uh, he pretty much had all A, Bs, and Cs, though, now that I'm looking at it. I don't even look at that. There's nobody with less than a C. Um, I know it's a little bit off topic, off topic but I, I really think the Jets might be better than the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> people think that that's crazy. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. They they kind of stacking up, man. Right? The Jets had an excellent draft, especially the yeah. first night. Jesus, man. The haul yeah, that they, they were able to get was – and they, they made some great picks, man. I, yeah. I, I, the Jets and I, I also want to mention before the season starts, it's going to be extremely difficult for me, just like it was really hard for me to say the loss – Angeles Chargers from the San Diego Chargers. It took me forever. And then from the Redskins to the football team to now say the Washington Commanders. Yeah. It's just, I'm going to be messing that up all season long. So I just want to preface entire season four with, you know, with that. Um, well, that's a wrap for the draft episode. Um, we're about to get back into the thick and heavy of it as um, people start coming on, uh, coming into their teams and we're getting into practices and training camps and things like that. We do have a few guests coming up. Matt Briggs, would you like to announce that? Oh, yes. Um, Antonio, <laughs> I was going to say, ooh, Patea, uh, the ex-safety from the Colts is coming on. Um, and also, like Sam said, we're trying to get Trey Smith to come back on and uh, talk, you know, talk us his experience. So, in a couple of weeks, make sure y'all check it out. Yep. And you can find all of us on Twitter or any of our respective social medias. Well, except for RJ. He gets his info <laughs> from his friend, right? On Twitter. But Matt, tell us where to, Matt uh, Briggs, tell us where to find you on Twitter. A1 Day 1 Texans. And Matt also has a um, Texans podcast that airs live during the week. And what is the name of that? Texans Fan Battle Podcast. There you go. Harish, where can we find you on Twitter space? Find me at the Uncle Gandhi, G-H-A-N-D-I. Thank you for spelling for those of us who can't. And Matthew Greve, where do we find you on Elon Musk's message board? <laughs> sport, sports hosts. Um, oh, I mean, Twitter Ooh. at Matthew G Sports. Got it. Got it. RJ. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in the midst of starting my own podcast, and I'm probably going to name it Wise of the Titans. So, when I get it all set up, I, I, I come back on here, and I'm going to have it all set up. Yeah, send it out to us, and uh, we can post it on our on our page as well. Yeah. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sammy Football with an I. We thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you. Is it? Hold on. Is it next week or the week after, Matt? Two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye, everyone. Peace.